listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Gear 30 podcast where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Oh. And uh, over the weekend, or over the last couple weekends, Chase got to go and uh, try his hand at downhill mm. resort mountain biking in uh, and in paddling too. He paddled his own raft for the first time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Up in, in one in trip. Jackson. Yeah. In Jackson. Yeah. Wow, a lot. A lot of firsts. Yeah, it was good. So the the downhill mountain biking endeavor started three weekends ago, two weekends ago. We went up and did Big Sky, and Big Sky was stellar. Like like a resort, so you yeah, pay the money and you go up and pay them too much (laughs) to ride their lifts up and mountain bike down. Um, How much is too much? I think Big Sky was around sixty bucks for a day. A day. Because you had to pay for, like, they, they have their lift ticket price, and they have to pay for the RFID pass, and then it's just all these Okay, so, so what's, it's the same lift that runs winter and summer. Mm-hmm. So why is one season less than the other? Um, just the demand. Yeah. I know, right? People because willing to pay for it. You pay 100 bucks in the winter, and 60 bucks in the summer, it's like the same lift. And then, it's the same freaking chairs. <laughs> but in the summer, there's only like two lifts spinning. Oh. In the winter, they have all their lifts going. So that's probably another reason mm. why they just don't have... You're paying half the price to get literally an eighth of the mountain. Got it. Okay, so, that, that makes more sense. Um, But man, Big Sky was fun. Um, just really flowy, fun downhill um we just had the time of our lives um it was a good time so that set us up for um just it was it was a good day to learn how to know how to learn the downhilling i've done a lot of cross-country riding i've done a little downhill but nothing that had quite the flow like big sky did you buy like elbow pads nope no i mean everyone up there had full-on gear do they really face helmets because the people that ride a lot like it's pretty smart to have all that um so Big Sky was fun. Day two, we went and hit Targi. Um, and Targi was stellar, completely different type of riding. Um, Big Sky was very well groomed, flow. And then Targi is more, um, a little more raw. Um, they still have built stuff. They have lots of jumps. There's some flow lines, but a lot more raw, a lot more brake bumps. Um, it was abusive. <laughs> like, oh, really? Just beat you up. Huh. Um, so we had a really good time at Targi, um, played around with some of the flow stuff on the lower part of the mountain, explored some more technical. They have one run called Sticks and Stones that is just like my butt was puckered the whole entire way down, riding those brakes. Um, so that was that was that first trip that kind of got us into the downhilling. And then we had a trip planned to go up to Jackson just this last weekend to run the river. And me and my two buddies thought, well, if we're going to be in Jackson... You might as well mountain bike. Take so, a bike, yeah. Yeah. 
so we did Jackson Hole one day and then again another day at Targi. Um, Jackson Hole is another really fun mountain or mountain to mountain bike. Pretty short if you're if you're used to Big Sky laps or Grand Targi laps and you go to Jackson Hole, they're really short laps, but still really fun. Well built, um, just a good time. So we did that, um, and then the next day we went to did another day at Targi. And on the first run of the day at Targi, so day two, I broke a spoke that put a hole through my rim tape and um, dented my rim a little bit. So walked the bike off the mountain and got to the bottom and they're like, all right, so your option is maybe we fix it in three hours or maybe we don't. And I was like, well, I want a mountain bike. So I paid 80 bucks and got some demos. Wow. So I wasn't super stoked, but I demoed a couple bikes had a ton of fun um, some people are gonna think I'm probably crazy I demoed the Yeti SB 165 and I did not like that bike at all <laughs> um, probably one of my least favorite mountain bikes I've ever ridden I haven't ridden anything like it before so it might just be the type of bike it's more slack has a lot more travel than I've ridden um, full carbon frame it just did not feel I did not feel connected to the bike at all um, when I got into techie sections, I was just, I felt like it, I was floating too much that I just was not grounded. I felt completely out of control. I tried to stiffen the suspension and it just, it, I just did not like the bike at all. So I did two runs and I was like, well, if this is the bike I have to ride, I'm going to tap out. Like it's not fun. And I took it to the shop and they're like, what? This is our shop favorite. Like this is the best bike out there. And they're like, but you are the second person that's brought this bike back today. And so they didn't like it at all. I was like, yeah, well, that's sorry. weird. Like, I didn't like it at yeah. all. And we tried to play with the suspension. Anyways, I ended up demoing a Rocky Mountain Slayer, and it was a freaking fun bike. Really? Um, had I, I don't know the travel between 165 and 170 of travel, a coil shock, just full carbon. And I got on that bike, and it was still an adjustment. Um, but oh, I think it would fly. It was mm. a little to get used to in techie situations. But, I mean, if, if I had to spend my money on a bike right now, I'd buy the Rocky Mountain over the Yeti any day, um, which, again, would surprise most people. But they build a nice bike, and I was very impressed. And we had some fun and pushed my biking boundaries a little bit. Dropped you like what? Stuff. Yeah, you went off cliffs. Big cliffs. Huge, Like, huge. I should be in Red Bull Rampage, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw the video. I mean massive at least six or seven feet. i mean the yeah. picture would probably be most people's you know uh, profile picture <laughs> so that it i was, saw yeah. i mean it wasn't huge but for me it was pretty big yeah. um it was just we had a really good time so that was the mountain biking portion and then we also ran the river Ooh, there goes my microphone ran the river um the snake uh starting there near hoback junction in a what size raft uh 13 foot we did well, yeah. play raft yeah it was, it was fun it was a good size um we had two two 13 foot rafts with 12 people in our group and man it was fun they when i i was kind of the one that headed up this trip and they said all right you're gonna guide one of the rafts and your friend's gonna guide the other and i'm thinking in my head just because i like the outdoors does not mean i know how to guide a raft down the <laughs> river but sure let's go for it so and it ended up being really, really mellow. The river is only flowing at 3,500 CFS, which the snake typically flows at, 
they said it flows at 10,500 is the average flow and the high flow is 25,000 CFS and it was flowing at 3,500. So a trickle really, really low. And like big kahuna and lunch counter didn't even seem like rapids. They were so mellow. So it was probably good for me because I felt super comfortable Mm -hmm. taking these people down. I had a good crew. It was fun. We took our, took the Canyon cooler tied that thing down the raft we that's what it's for right, right? it's totally. in its element there i'm not gonna lie i felt pretty cool coming down the river with my my cooler tied down with my nrs straps i'm like mm-hmm. yeah i know what i'm doing <laughs> um, really did you have a paco live. pad no mm-hmm. i did not you really kind of know what you're doing yeah but we <laughs> stopped and had some lunch and did some cliff jumping and had a really good time um so yeah, if you're looking at floating the snake, and who did you rent that from? Because uh, he was the character I hear. Yeah, Renter Raft in Hoback Junction. That was the name of the company, Renter Raft. Yep, yep, Renter Raft. Um, if I could recommend them, actually I can recommend them. Go to Renter Raft. They were cheap. The guy was super chill. Um, I called him. I was like, "Do you have a trailer?" He's like, Pff, "You don't need a trailer for these rafts. We put a 16 foot or a." 18 foot wrapped on a Prius last week. It's like, okay. It's like, this guy is cool. So, oh my god, we pull up, we threw two 13 foot rafts on my truck, and we were on our way. Kind of sketchy, but I don't care. It was fun, it was cheap. Yeah, um, if you're looking to do Jackson on a budget, um, rent, rent your own raft and do it. I mean, it was gonna cost us around $1,200 to take 12 people down the river plus tips. And we did the whole thing for three hundred and thirty-six dollars. Wow! For two rafts. Two rafts. That's the way to do it. So yeah. Wow. There's a lot. Plus, cheaper. you can, like you said, you got out. You did you some st- lunch. You can and stop and grab lunch. You can cliff jump. And those guide companies are running it four times a day, so they're just like, you get in, you go down, you get out. Get in, go down, get out. We had so much fun. We took it at our own pace. Um, mm. If you're worried about high flow, go later on in the year. Um, that river, it was so mellow. Anyone could go down that. Um, if you have never guided that, ri- if you've never been on that river before, but you feel confident in taking a boat down a river, go do it. it uh, the trick was to follow the guides, right? Yeah. And there's so many guides at all times. Um, we jump, we, we put in about a mile above where all the guides do at elbow. And so at that point we had kind of gotten used to how to paddle and everything. Everyone was comfortable at that point. We saw the guides and we followed guides into every rapid, but I don't feel like we really even needed to because um, the river was so mellow and then were their guides cool were they like telling you to slow down yeah, or super what? chill and yeah. talking to the renter raft people they're like oh the guides are super chill like they don't even care they're they're all they're part of the outdoor community and they want to help everyone stay safe mm-hmm. um so the guides were chill they said hi to us how's it going blah, blah blah this and that they were totally cool like as long as you keep give your give them their space obviously they want everyone to be safe and they don't right. want to have to come and help you if you have a crew that just washed out or whatever mm-hmm. so um but yeah the guys like if they go left go left if they go right go right follow them and we followed them and we hit the rapids just right it was so much fun mm. and inexpensive so if yeah. but if you do want it want it to be a little bit more of an adventure go in the early spring when the runoff's a little bit higher that's what the renter raft people said that's what i have a friend that had guided up there said the same thing it just flows higher in the spring um, but it's been a low year from what I understand in general this year. So we didn't get quite the whitewater experience we were hoping for, but I mean, 
it was still a really good time. And where'd you stay? Um, we stayed in Driggs. Uh, just at an Airbnb in Driggs. Okay. Um, we kind of a last minute trip, and the whole crew didn't want to camp. We were we were staying doing the classy, the classy version of a Jackson Hole trip. Um, but if you're familiar with Jackson Hole and the price of staying there, like it's it's not college kid budget friendly right mm-hmm. um again to stay for three nights it was going to be over a couple thousand dollars oh. um we stayed in Driggs for three nights four days three nights for under a thousand dollars so way cheaper i personally like Driggs better there's not as many people it's just a, a slower scene it's cool to be, be 30 minutes from jackson you can cruise into jackson Go do the the downtown scene. Go take your Instagram picture in front of the antlers. Go eat at the cowboy bar or whatever. Go to the bar J Wranglers. Do all that stuff. You're close enough. But then you can go back and it's just nice to be in Driggs where there's not as many people and it's more chill. We'd walk downtown. They have a corn. They have several a couple of cornhole sets down down there in downtown Driggs. We played some cornhole and just a little slower pace and i mm. we all were very glad we stayed in Driggs and not jackson so cool yeah so that's my sounds sounds like a fun trip fun fun two trips back to back um i'm definitely getting a little more stoked on the downhill mountain biking if you have the chance to go and do it go to big sky it was definitely the best out of all of them targi was awesome but like i said if you're getting into it i think big sky has a little bit more of a um, anywhere from entry level up to expert train and just fun. Grand Targi's a little bit more techy and raw and then Jackson's just a little too small. Um, again, all of them are fun, but if you have time, go go put Big Sky on the map for mountain biking for sure and go run a raft and run the river in Jackson because it was a really good time. Sweet. Nice. Sounds good. Cool. Alright, well thanks Chase. Yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and also share with your friends. And check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for deals on some of the best gear you can find. Um, right now we have Altras on sale. And uh, and we've, we've always got other good deals, so check that out. Um, also, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook and check out YouTube for uh, some of our latest uh, gear reviews. Uh, Bryden, our our uh, intrepid through hiker, intrepid through hiker. Yes, he's he's off today to go do more through hiking. Oh really? Hiking. Short shorts, he's but yeah. What's he doing? Sierras. Sierras. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Um, so he's put together a lot of cool YouTube videos, gear reviews and stuff of, of a lot of the gear that some of his favorite gear. So check those out. Um, all right. That's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo woo.